Shut up and sit down. Hey ho! Episode 260! Yeah, that's right, everybody. You're listening to Third Shift. It's episode 260. Man, we are marching onward. This does not stop. The train doesn't stop. We kill any of the cows that get on that stupid train line. I'll tell you what. That's what we do. Me and old Matt here. We're killing cows, running them over, splashing, gooshing, gashing. They're all over the place. We're marching forward. 260 episodes, everybody. I don't know why, but I'm feeling pumped about that number. It feels good. I know good. why. I know why. I did the math of a calculator. Look, I did the math. It is literally five years of third shiftness. Woo. Maybe we're like off by a couple weeks here and there of the actual date, but this is five weekly episodes of third shift. You know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. We've been doing it. And mm-hmm. I didn't even realize it. I wasn't thinking about it. when We talked about it like many, many, a couple months ago. But then I didn't realize it until the other day when our buddy Chet at work came up and was like, what do you, what do you still do that podcast? I went, yeah, Chet, I'm still doing podcasts. He goes, what you, you've been doing it like for like five years now? And I went, yeah, actually, yes, 100% yes, we did it. Look, look at this. Look at this. Five King's years later, bam, eating at that little restaurant in the back weirdness. I don't know why we chose that restaurant, I don't know, because it wasn't even that great, but we did it's it. because the other two love that restaurant, that's why. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, the other two former members, they love that restaurant. But whatever, you know, that's what we did. You know what? We outlasted that restaurant, because it's been for sale and, and for like fired. a year and a half. Yeah, it's it's yeah. gone. It's closed. It's over. We outlasted the two former compatriots. <laughs> we outlasted the restaurant. Man. Woo, what a time. And of course, hey, I don't know if you heard him. He's been talking. It's the inglorious bastard himself, Mr. Matt, the king of tater tots, some would say. I don't know who, but some say that might be true. I'll take and it. And I'm not going to argue it, okay? <laughs> He's here with me today, and of course I am me, Mr. Eric, the light bearer, the light bringer, the god of something or rather, who knows, only time will tell. <laughs> I was shocked and amazed that you started doing it, and then you lost it. And I went, that's, that's my Eric. That's, there he is, that's, my five-year buddy. There he yeah. is. Yes, it's too difficult. So, of course, without further ado, Mr. Matt, how was the week? Let me tell you, it was, it was a hit-and-miss week, and it started off mostly miss, because we've been saying it for weeks, for months, for years on this show. There's too many games out. There's too much going on. I don't know what to play. I want to play this game. I want to play that game, but I feel guilty because this game's sitting by the wayside and I bought that game and haven't touched it, this and that and the other thing. Oh, Tales of Rise demo came out. I got to play the Tales of Rise demo, but if I'm playing that, then I'm not playing Greatest Turn to Chronicles, so I'm not playing this one. Blah, 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 blah. So I was flustered and I was just, there was, there was a moment and I sat down on my Xbox console and I looked at the games that were installed and I went, okay, I don't have any time to play any of these. I got to delete some stuff. I got to delete big games. Just get room for like little games that I can play here and there and do that stuff. What's the biggest game I got on my console right now that's not Cyberpunk because I can't delete that? Oh, it's Microsoft Flight Simulator. And I went, okay, this I I gotta you know I I played it real heavy for a couple weeks. I gotta delete it. It's it's gotta go. But let me give myself one last flight. And I turned it on and I went to that Discovery Flights and I went Mount Everest. I'll never see that in person. There's no chance ever. Started up the Discovery flight, looking around. Wow. Wow. Look at the look at the little river. Look at the little base camp. Look at all the stuff. Oh, man. Look at the mountains. Oh, so beautiful. Wow. Amazing. Cool. 
All right. What other Discovery flights we got? Naples, Italy. Flying over the town, the beautiful scenic, the coast, the mountains. Flying past these cathedrals, looking at all this stuff. Wow, amazing. The beautiful music's playing as you're doing it. Oh, this is great. I can't delete this game. I can't. It's too good. I have to not play it a lot, but it was so good. Just now, I took off from Tokyo Airport and flew to Mount Fuji. I flew around it. I flew up over the top. I saw the volcanic crater in there. And then around... I found this little town sitting like in the middle of the whole mountain range. The little town's got a lake. There's all kinds of little docks pointing into the water. I flew around a little bit more, found another town around a bigger lake. I found this huge golf course, just like expansive, off right at the base of Mount Fuji. You see all the different holes and stuff. Flew around a little bit to the town on the other side where the airport was where I was going to land. Found a road race track. You can see it from the air. You're flying over. Unbelievable. This game is wild. It's crazy. It's amazing. Like... I had a moment. I was just flying. I was like, man, you know, all the stuff in the world. You see the internet in the world. You see Dirty Lansing. This world is beautiful. Look at the scenery. Look at the mountain ranges. Look at, imagine these people's lives who get to live right at the base of Mount Fuji on this beautiful lake and go at this amazing golf course. Uh Go to a road race track whenever they want. What a world. What a world. And then I went into the shop and the free section. Oh, look, there's five world updates out there. One of them is USA. You know, where I, where I flew over and I went, where's Mount Rushmore? Boom, it's in this free update. Where's Devil's Tower? There's a beautiful HD picture of the Devil's Tower in the game. I can't get rid of this game. I can't. There's no way. It's a magical experience, and it sounds stupid. I, and I would have said it, too, if I was you listening to me. But when you play it and you, you see the world from that perspective and you see the beautiful photorealistic graphics... It's fantastic. It's amazing. I'm turning into Brian. I'm going to build a plane. I'm going to put a plane out here in Nick's yard and start mm-hmm. building a plane and oh, start taking off. Oh, it's yeah. going to be good. Don't, don't you worry about getting a license either. Just build a plane and start to fly it. They can't stop you up in there with an air cop. Yeah, gonna what are you going to do? You? No well, way. Gonna come shoot some jets. <laughs> I'm just going to go fly away. <laughs> Bye. See ya. <laughs> but aside from that, I did play through a bunch more Ace Attorney Chronicles, and I finished the first game in that and you know i was kind of up and down you know getting to the usual ace attorney grumbles that i get but that last case was awesome it's fantastic and so much of it centered on stereoscopic images where you have the one image on one side and the other on the other side and they're slightly different but when you look at them with your eyes crossed a little bit it pops out like a viewmaster you know freaking amazing awesome and wonderful and it got me into just looking at those on my phone and doing all kinds of crazy stuff a fantastic game but it's so sequel-baited, sequel-begging at the end. I was like, well, it's a good thing there's another game that I'm going to play in a little bit. Because if it just ended off here with, oh, I'm taking all these secrets back to Japan with me. Hopefully I come back to Britain soon. I would have been so mad. But there is another game ready to go. I'm going to take a break from Ace Attorney to get my, my appetite whetted back up for it. So, played that, started up the Ghost of Tsushima DLC, which I did on stream. Oh, if you didn't oh, know, twitch.tv slash third shift me. Yes, I ain't seen us streaming this for a dog's age. So, I, when I saw your post, it was so unexpected and weird, man. I was just like, what has happened? But of course, I was nowhere near my computer. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. oh my God, no, I have to find the computer. Oh my God. Then I get home, finally, like an hour and 40 minutes later, Matt is signed off. I'm like, oh, I done. Damn. So that was fantastic. And then that night that I came home late, I actually streamed some Animal Crossing from a new setup here on the laptop. 
I still got some tweaks to work out because the game audio didn't come through. Because mm-hmm. even though I had it set up to come through, whatever you know that you know the struggle. Uh, trust me, it's why I've never done it again, Matt. Since the computer fried and I rebuilt it, I'm I I actually have a pro- I'm terrified of it, and I know I've built it up to be way worse than it really is. Uh huh. But I every time I think and I go, Matt's doing it. You got to get back in there this weekend. You got to do it. And I'm like. Ugh. I start shaking. I get like sweats, and I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to do. I don't want to do it. Now I will say the one good thing is since we're using the same, I think relative. OBS. Yeah, setup, we will. We have to. Yeah, any tweaks I make, it'll make to yours. So we have to. It's got your layout still in there because I opened it up and I was like, huh, what's this? That doesn't look like a base layout. You had like a name display and it mm-hmm. said Mahaga G. And I went, okay, I'm not touching that one. I'm making a new one and putting my initials at the end. That's the one I'm doing, blah, 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 blah. Awesome. Most of your hard work, if you use that same one, it's still there. It's still there. there. I just got to get it back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that was fun. I had my friend Gail from California in the stream with me, keeping me company. And then let's see, what else have I been playing? Oh, I played a little bit of 12 Minutes. Last night, I got into that because I need a Games Pass game for this month. That's the one. I've only played like an hour or two of it. And I'm, you know, finding some twists and turns and things. But I haven't uncovered the thing, you know. I, obviously, I know I have to do something, but I don't know how to get that to happen. And I'm going to be very, very vague. Obviously, you've played it because I see it in the show notes. But being vague for the listeners. And then outside of that, you know I love going to the movies. And man, what what postponed the show or what preponed the show, however you want to think about it last week, it was a special Fathom event. I don't know if they air those at, at your cinema you go to, but this company does like, you know, 25th anniversaries, 35th anniversaries, 50th anniversary broadcasts, 35th anniversary of Star Trek IV, The Voyage Home. Oh, nice. Went and saw that in the theater. Amazing and wonderful. It took me right back to my childhood. You know, I grew up on that movie, all the old Star Trek movies. Uh-huh. That was amazing. And then over the weekend, I went and saw Reminiscence, the new Hugh Jackman movie. And I loved it. It's getting a lot of hate for some reason all over everywhere. But this was my kind of movie. And, and, I, and I'll say, when I watch the preview, I won't talk about the plot or anything. I won't spoil hey, don't, anything. Don't spoil it, because I, I, I had this on the playlist, because I've got it here mm. at the house now. And I was like, man, I should watch this. And I said, well, not right now. I don't really have time. But I want to I get to it. So, But when you watch that trailer... And he says, like, nothing is more addictive than the past. And I, in my head, I went, that's such a great Max Payne line. And then little did I know, it's very much more like noir thriller themed, kind of. Like, when I got towards the end, my brain went, this is structured just like a Mike Hammer book. This, this is my favorite thing, my favorite thing to read. It's here, acted out in this crazy world where all this other stuff happens. And I went, hell yeah. So I loved it. It was just like my favorite thing in the world. And I, I can see maybe people don't like it, but how can you not like the greatest thing that's ever that's ever been done? It's just it's just more of that. It's oh so good. I loved it. So that was that was a great start to my week and end to my week and middle thoroughfare of my week. It's been a great week, Eric. How about you, sir? Well, I'm chalking this up to a great week myself, Matt. I'll tell you why. Because I've been in there playing that World of Warcraft with my brother. We got many more hours in. And like you said, going into the past, having that memory lane, it just feels good. Playing Burning Crusade, me and him just leveling up, chit-chatting along the way, nothing happening, you know, hours of just chill time. I don't know what it is about Burning Crusade, I don't know what it is about playing WoW, just grinding out with your buddies or whatever, but it's just, it's calming. 
And I feel like the time goes by slow enough, whereas typically your weekends fly by. But while you're playing this and grinding, it has that right feel to it where you're like, yeah, it's been an hour. And guess what? We got another hour and a half. And I'm feeling it. It's great. I know it's going to feel like an hour and a half and not 10 minutes. It's not going to feel like three hours. It's going to feel like an hour and a half. So with that being said, it was it was just a good time. I'm so glad we're doing it. It just stinks that I think in another two months my membership comes up. So I have to decide whether we're going to finish it out and go the whole way or not. Uh, I have to talk to him about that because, you know, there's all these games coming. Everything's happening. So I got to see if that's something we want to really do or if we're going to go ahead and call it quits there. Either way, it's worth my money and I'm enjoying it. And that's what's important. Because I really thought when I did that, you know, that last subscription and then everybody kind of bailed, I was like, oh, I just paid that for no reason. No, that's unfortunate. Didn't turn out that way, and I feel good about it, so I'm happy. So with that being said, no more on that. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima's DLC, I'll talk, uh, it's a rough one. Because spoiler everybody, that's going to be my game of the week. But I don't know if I should talk about it more here. Or not, let's save it for that. You know what, I'll just, I'll just say I played it, and I'll talk about it with the game of the week, and then you can chime in and whatever at that point. Had a good time with that. That's basically been a lot of what I've been playing this week. But I did do some Persona Strikers. I am not letting that one fall off because I'm having a great time. As I told you all last week, I'm finally back in it. I feel like that, you know, that movement's going there. And, of course, Matt was laughing and saying, well, you know, with everything coming out, you know you're going to get shotgunned off. And I'm like, I'm not going to let it happen yet. Because I was wrong. Tales of Arise is actually a couple more weeks away. That's good. So we still got three weeks before that one's out. I thought, I don't know why, how I got it mixed up. I Maybe it was just the demo got me all messed up. But Oh, yeah, because it's like September 10th or something. I, yeah, I September saved 10th is the actual the release date. date. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think the demo is what had me all messed up because that's actually out right now, which I'll talk about in half a second. But the actual game, we got we got a few weeks with. So I got in there, I was playing that, grinding some dungeon, having a good time. Man, tell you what, man. I don't know if you'll ever get to that point, but it's there. You know, I, it's, it's finally there now. I'm like, okay, I understand what the game wants for me. I get it. I can do it. It's not a big deal. And I'm in it to win it. The characters and everybody, the interactions, it's all still Persona. It's all still totally fun. Totally cool. Everybody's there. The music's still popping just as fresh as it was with Royal and Persona 5 regular. And I'm like, God, this is where I wish I would have just been day one so I would have smoked this game back when we first got it. It sucks that it took this long to finally just get in that click with it. I don't want to let it slip by, but I feel like it's going to just because there's too much stuff to play now. There will be too much stuff to play shortly. I don't know if it's going to happen. I want it to happen. But I just, I feel, I will feel terrible if I don't play it and beat it. But how do I devote time to that when I could be having guaranteed fun times mm-hmm. just flying around Paris or something? I don't know. Well, I don't know if that example is great, but I do see what you're saying. I understand. <laughs> so, with that being said, good times, great times with that. Family wise, we've done birthday parties, we've had this and that go on, all sorts of stuff. We've got the house being recited right now. We're having all sorts of issues and complications. It's a fantastic time. Real life is so great, everybody. If you're young and you don't know the complications of being an old, old curmudgeon adult having to deal with stuff, 
I can't wait. You're going to have the best of times. Now, wait a minute. I didn't call you on this before, but when the last big project ended, you went, that's it for projects for a long time. And I no, said, it's going to be always, like two weeks, there's brother. There's always projects. And I think it was maybe two and a half to three weeks. And you were like, <laughs> oh, we're getting a quote for siding on the house. And now it's going on. Now there's problems. Now there's other things you do with the finance thing and all that. Oh, Jesus. It never ends. Much. It never ends. It's so much. It's so much. It's so great and always freaking fun times but i'm not going to talk more about that because it gets complicated nobody really cares about it so last and not least i will say two quickies tales of rise demo played fantastic i'm in love with it i already told you that can't wait to play it i know matt's played it so i wanted his opinion on it let me jump in because i did the right thing is i I went in and you can play as like one of six different characters or whatever and i went okay uh, that character sounds cool. That character sounds cool. That character sounds cool. This character sounds fairly unique. I'm going to play as the guy with the staff because he says you can get in quick with staffs and then use a bunch of abilities. I didn't like playing as that dude like at all. So I went, oh, Tales of Rise demo. Oh, man, maybe that's just not for me. Maybe I'm just not going to like this. So I did the right thing. And I didn't go back. I'm, I am going to go back and play it as some other different characters because I know it's going to be fun because I've seen stuff that looks a lot of fun. But I did the right thing for this week, and I played as a character who did not connect with me. And I went, let me go finish Ace Attorney right now, because I no way I'm not going to play this. Goodness gracious. I played as the uh, the shield bear, the uh, the big chick with the, the shield and everything. Super great. Once again, though, like you said, not for me. Yeah. I'm not I knew I was never gonna be her as one of my main characters that I was you know, using aggressively. I hate being a tank. I hate being a character that's there to absorb damage and keep people alive. That's not my shtick. I'm either a healer or a DPS, period. So I was like, well, I'll check her out now because she does look cool. She sounds cool. Everything about her is, like, super awesome. Her armor's great. So I was like, I'll play her in the demo. And that's kind of why I went with the staff guy because I like kind of being a flex. I can do this. I can do that. His character design was pretty cool, and he was just he was floating all over. I just oof, didn't like it at all. But I I wanted to have him be one of my dudes, but the actual in-game stuff, no, no thank you. Mm-hmm. I get you. I understand. But I, of course, knew I wasn't going to be here anyway, so I was like, whatever. I'll just try somebody else out. But the, the I'll tell you, that arcane chick, whatever her name is, she's got, you know, I'm like, man, maybe I should try to be the mage of the team you know and i'm like no eric you're gonna all end up dead because the a is not gonna be smart enough to handle business and we all know the mage doesn't have enough oomph to handle everybody all the time it's just not gonna work (laughs) so i will go with one of the main characters which is probably what the game really wants you to do anyway right but i'll tell you what the graphics the environment was just gorgeous it was beautiful I loved, I was super shocked because, and I, I'm speaking longer and I want to turn this, I'll just say, I went up to a ledge, man. I don't know if you went up to the same ledge as I did, but I went up to a ledge just thinking, I want to see how beautiful this is. So I walk up to a ledge and I start looking around. Lo and behold, my character stops and then they crouch and they start looking around and they go, wow, what a gorgeous view. This is nice. wonderful. And I go... Yeah, that's why I did this. (laughs) They knew I was going to stop there, and they had a character animation ready for that stop at that particular spot. Awesome. That was awesome. It it felt great. I was like, wow, I can't wait to see if they've done this in other, you know, little things, locales, story points, whatever it may be, to surprise me and make me go, oh, they did know or think they were going to get me to come up to this thing and do a certain thing and then get this special little animation. So I enjoyed it. 
Can't wait for the game. And of course, then, like I said, I did play 12 minutes. I'm not going to judge this game yet because I have a suspicion that it's my PC again. But I got into this game thinking I was going to have a great time. No. I'm pointing and clicking at things. And it's so delayed. I can't play it. Like, I played, I got through around, I think, eight or nine deaths and retries. And it's just too frustrating. I, every I'm clicking on things. And then, you know, you get that walk over. Tick. Walk over. And I'm like, I can't function like this. I can't function like this. I need it to be quick and respondent, especially when you're doing things with the cop interaction when he comes into the house. I need it to be smooth. I have to be able to click on something and act immediately. Otherwise, by the time I click and by the time it responds, he's already apprehended me or doing whatever. And so I was trying to get into it, and it just wasn't working because... I couldn't get the response time I needed. And I think for the most part, it probably is your PC. I mean, there is a, like a little bit of a delay because I'm playing it on console, obviously, because mm-hmm. he's got to like kind of orient and go do the thing or understand in his scripting what it is you're trying to get him to do. But the very first thing before the, your wife comes out of the room and you can do stuff, I was still able to do a bunch of stuff without it being so laggy that I couldn't do things like that. Yeah, not for me. I come in the house. And you get that microsecond to look around. I click on something. He walks over to it. But by time any anything, no matter what it is, by time I've got to the thing, her animation or her time frame for walking out has to come. And so I immediately can't do anything before her coming out. Which I'm like, well, it's going to be important because there's certain things I already know that I need because of some of the deaths and some of the talks I've already had. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well... That's going to be almost impossible to take care of. And then there's chances in some of the deaths where I could have done some things with the cop. But I can't because by the time I click and try to do something with something or this or that, he's already just done punched me in the face and killed me or whatever, you know? Right. So I'm like, okay. Unfortunately, I can't judge or play this game because it's just not really playable on the PC for me because I don't have the card powerful enough for it. And for me, it's kind of frustrating. I'm still digging it. I like the mystery of it. I like trying to figure stuff out. But it's frustrating because it is a point-and-click adventure game. I mean, it's point-and-click. That's how the interface is on the console, too. You drag a mouse over and click on stuff. And I'm like, that's... I'd have so much more fun playing this on my laptop. So I might have to switch over, redo those 8 to 10 to 12 deaths that I've already done, just to have a more streamlined and fluid experience. But I am still liking it overall. It's just... So weird, because, like, use something from your inventory. Well, I push the button to go to the inventory, but do I hold the button? Because now it's everything's wigging out. It's it's not very intuitive on the controller, but I still like it. Yeah, and I do love the idea of it. You know, I love point-and-click point adventures. And the last thing I'll say on it is that uh, the only thing that's frustrating is there's... I know it's a small room, but there's a lot to do. Yeah. There's a lot to touch. There's a lot to check out. There's a lot of things you're going to try to figure out. And that, that those minutes, they go by too fast. Like, it's insane how quickly they go by. I'm over here trying to think and ponder what can interact with what, what I need to know based off some of the deaths and what's been said to me already. And, like, just like that, boom, cops entered, you know, entering the door. And already, you know, you're screwed because the thing you wanted to try, you wanted to do before you got there but you were taking too long trying to figure out or match up some things and do this. And then all of a sudden he's pounding in and you're like, well, then you're like, oh, then you're scrambling to try to take advantage of the scenario to try to gain something out of it at least. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, dang, man, 
this is cool, but crap. Between the lag and between just the speed at which this game operates, I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, the speed is kind of nuts. And a couple times, not all the time, but like when I try to lock the door, he'll just stand and open it up. So some of the pointing and clicking isn't very precise, again, on the controller. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, your wife is reading a book at some point. She takes it out and puts it away so quick whenever you're doing anything else. I'm like, oh, I got to know about that book. Oh, oh, oh. oh come on. If I, if I was using this, this mouse here, maybe, but on the controller, no way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a lot. And they even did, they even said that it was designed for the mouse and keyboard, but right. they think it's fairly good for a console, but that's a huge gripe I've heard. It's fairly good. That the console's just got nothing on, obviously, the controls with the, the PC. So, yeah. pretty cool. Don't want to judge it yet because it's, you know, a fault of mine. I'm going to try it on the laptop. You know, my laptop's newer. So maybe the the card in there has got a little more juice or a little more cohesion between its parts and pieces and it'll play smoother. But if it doesn't, I have to put the game away until I get, obviously, the updated graphics card. But by then, let's be honest, it'll probably be God knows when because you can't get those cards. And 12 minutes will be gone, everybody. You know, I, I sorry, I gave it a shot. I'm trying. It's not me. I want to spin that off into another conversation, but we have to save that for later in the show because i got to talk about my release this week because it's a first. In all 260 episodes, this is a first. Now, Eric, you and I know we have one friend, and this – well, that's not – no, that, that sounded bad. Why. We have lots of friends, but we have one friend who will come up to me every now and then and go, huh, you know, it's just – it's just I don't think it's right, you know? And I go, what is it, friend? And he goes, how you just – you know, phone gaming is a big deal. Uh, you know, I, I think you're missing out on a big market if you don't talk about a phone game. And I go, there's no phone games worth talking about, Howard. Well, this week there is. It's my friend Pedro, Ripe for Revenge, which came out, not this week. It came out a few weeks ago. I've been seeing tweets about it from Devolver Digital, who is the publisher. Dead Toast is the developer, just like the original game. This came out on the 5th of August. And I don't know what got me to try it out. But I was seeing the tweets, I'm seeing the animation, I'm like, that eh, looks pretty cool, looks kind of stylish. Stylish action combat, just like the original game. Boop, 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 App Store, Ripe for Revenge, free. Well, why the hell not give it a try? Download to the phone, play it, and it's a lot of weird, fun, stylish fun. The one weird thing about it is, your character doesn't run back and forth, you kind of do like a slingshot jump. So all his stuff is like, jumping through windows or jumping down these levels of the building or wall jumping and then like rolling under this door and then of course shooting the bad guys the guns akimbo doing all the stuff you know i'm not going to say it's the deepest game in the world i'm not going to play it forever but it's a lot of fun and it's free so if you got an iphone if you got an android phone and you can run some games definitely check out my friend pedro right for revenge i mean i basically told you what it is right there you're slingshotting the dude all around And then each time when an enemy sees you or you see an enemy, they kind of get a virtual cop thing that goes over them. It starts out white, then it goes yellow, then it goes red. You tap on them, you go pow. So if you're like dropping down a chute and there's bad guys on every side, they're seeing you going like blink, 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 kind of Metal Gear Solid. Like, oh, you go pop, 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 pop with your fingers or your thumbs. It's just as stylish and just as cool looking as the original game in a more cartoony style. You can pick up new weapons. I just got the double Uzis not too long ago, and those are a ton of fun when you can get them. They're kind of a limited time power-up like a Lethal Enforcers or any kind of light gun game like that. 
and there's some obstacles in the levels, like there's barbed wire hanging around. So when you're jumping from zip line to zip line, killing dudes along the way, you got to jump out of the way of those. It's just a lot of fun, and it's free to try. I will say the only bad thing about the free version is if you die, you have to continue by watching an ad for another game, just like most things. Mm-hmm. And the ads are ridiculously long. They're like 30 to 45 seconds long. So that kind of sucks. But you can, in theory, play the entire game, all 37 levels, for free. Go back and get three stars on each one. I've gotten a couple three-star levels, and it just feels good. When you're in the zone, flinging your dude around, busting through windows, shooting the gas cans and blowing out chunks of the wall so you can flip through there and grab the zip line and pow, 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 pow on these guys and jump and get the Uzis and brrrr all over the place. It feels good. It feels right. Not just on a Saturday night. But on a Thursday afternoon at lunch on work, mm-hmm. it's great. And you get another fun little story with your buddy Pedro. His banana family has been kidnapped, so you're out to rescue them. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. You know all about imaginary bananas and saving the day. You I really do. I, that has a long past in history with me. And it's wild that it's coming back to haunt me in this brand new little mobile title. Oh, goodness. Now I'm going to have to go research some of my past. While I'm doing that, though. I went back to the past and played some Ghost of Tsushima, Matt. All right? Because they brought it forward with Ghost of Tsushima's director's cut. All right? Now, here's the trick, everybody. I went ahead. Day one, I said, oh, you know it. Sucker Punch has got this for me. I'm ready to rock and roll. Boop, 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 boop. Bought the director's cut. Downloaded the director's cut. Came back to the house. Was like, all right, I'm ready to play tonight. Click. PS4 version. Huh. Shouldn't it be PS5? They said PS5. They got a PS5 version with the 4K graphics and all the good stuff, right? What's going on? Clickety-clack, 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 clickety-clack. Oh, it's not part of the director's cut. You have to separately go pay for the PS5 version upgrade. Yeah, that is true. That's very upsetting. It was very upsetting. I did it anyway because I love Ghost of Tsushima. You know what? They did a phenomenal job with the game. I don't mind giving them some cash, but that is upsetting because up to now, we've been given the PS5 upgrades basically by everybody. And it's like, really, this is this is where you guys go, nah, brah, you're going to have to pay us if you want that upgrade. Why? I feel there, I at least lucked out because I had deleted Ghost of Tsushima off my console. Mm-hmm. So when I went back into the reinstall thing, it went, director's cut, twenty nine ninety nine, and I went, that's, is that a separate? What is that? And I went in and found it, and I went, oh, here's how you upgrade to the PS5 version, and you get the DLC and the blah, 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 all the stuff, mm-hmm. too. And I went, okay. So I didn't have, I didn't have the confusion one moment. You just yeah. went, okay, one pill, I get it, whatever. I'll... Yep. Well, unfortunately, mine was still there, so I bought the director's cut, but then it didn't give me the PS5 version, so I had to go pay even more to get the full upgrade to the PS5 and director's cut. Oh, yeah, because the DLC is like 20 bucks, right? Yes. And then you get the... Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I paid it all in one chunk, so yeah, I get you. It's a lot extra 10 or 11 or whatever for yeah. the PS5 upgrade. So whatever. Anywho's, gosh bless. This is the game I've been playing the most this week, everybody. This is the game that is out right now if you want to go pick it up. It is the Director's Cut, which has all sorts of upgrades, new sword kits, uh, graphic upgrades, all this and that for the actual base game itself. But on top of all that, you get a brand new island, Iki Island. You know what, Jin? He's like, man, wow, man, stuff's happening. And, and this crazy eagle lady, she's like, wee, 
you're doing magic and you're like, I'm going to go to this island. And then you're tripping out on mushrooms and drugs and lots of psychedelic weird things happen while you're out here doing drugs, handling business on this brand new island. And I got to say, I love the drug stuff. I'm not super far into the story, but I just got drugged and I went and did a few camps right after that. But that's as far as I've gotten. But I love that the drugs make people alert to you when the effect shows up. Like, I'm sneaking in, super ninja style, doing my thing. Then he goes, hey, idiot, what are you doing there? And he has this little hallucination, and then everybody is turned around, and they're in my face. Mm-hmm. And they go, Whoa. oh, my God, oh, I can't be super awesome. Okay, hack, 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 yep. slash, oh, jeez. Oh, can't be a ninja, because I'm drugged up uh-huh. on cocaine, and I'm messing things up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, it is cool. It happens. I don't know if it is scripted or not, but it doesn't feel like it is, because right. it's happened to me like... At the weirdest times, sometimes it makes no sense. So I feel like there are some that are scripted because there's particular events that have to be just the way it is. Right, right. But there's other times, like you were saying, where I'm just in the middle of doing nothing. It makes no, you know, and, and the monkeys are jumping around, screeching at me. And I'm like, well, this is weird. Okay, whatever. So I enjoy it. I'm having a great time with it. It's a brand new island. They got brand new armor, like I said which I've been hunting after, and I've got, I think, both new sets. I don't know if there's more than two sets. I'm not finished with it, but I've got them. And I'm telling you what, I'm all about that monkey business. I am the monkey king, man. I'm just a monkey man now. I got to say, I am so sad and mad because I went and got you know a couple headbands right off the bat. Golden mm-hmm. Bird took me to the headband. And I went, ah, let me see what the headband looks like. It can't be very good. And one was like a little crooked tree branch with cherry blossoms falling off of it. One was a cool tiger. One was something else that I just put on. I went, well, I'm going to have to take off my frog headband. Frog headband was with me all the way through the back half of the original game and my second playthrough of it. Because how could you beat frog headband with just, oh, it's just a red headband or a green one. Now the headbands are awesome. Mm -hmm. They're freaking amazing. The tiger one, uh, sorry, frog. I got to redo my whole color scheme because now I got this cool headband on. It's awesome. But, man, I'm, I feel bad. Oh, Frog Jin is gone. Trust me. I'm in the same boat. I was I was uh, the Gamatsu red headset right there with that really cool red headband with the yellow logo. And then I had the red thingy with all the uh, the whatever armor, the big scaly armor. And it was, oh, I looked badass, Matt. And mm-hmm. then I had this awesome red and black, beautiful, beautiful casing for the katanas and samurai swords, all that. Uh-huh. Perfect. You couldn't beat it. But then I got the monkey armor. And I went, well, this, ha- this has to change. I got to be a monkey man now. And so I had to get this monkey this monkey casing, get, get this furry monkey casing. It's got the monkey skin on it and the little monkeys. And, <laughs> and then I had to change up my head, my head because it didn't match with the red thing. So now I, was, I had to do it. Now I'm a, whole, I'm a whole different samurai now, man. I don't even know. I'm the monkey king. But that's the beauty of, I mean, that was the beauty of the base game before we talked about it. You started off one way, then you went another way, and mm-hmm. you finished the game this way. Now you're a crazy I'm monkey doing dude. it again. Now, God only knows what I'm going to be. I'm the I'm going to be Jinsif and the Technicolor Dream Suit, because every time I get a new headband, I'm going to have to color coordinate with that. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that whole suit, I, I got no yellow in that one, so I got to be this over here. It's, it's wild. It's crazy. I love it. I'll tell you right now, the dye lady in this particular, the Iki Island expansion... She, man, she's stingy, man. All right, you got to get these banners for her, these old sake yeah. banners that are all bleached out. And she's like, oh, I want those. Okay, fine. I, I, so I gave her like two or three I had. That's not enough. 
Mm-hmm. I'm like, so I'm scrounging around this island trying to find these things. I just, as of last night, haven't even turned it in, but just got the other two I needed to go at least start her little stupid die adventure. I'm like, man, you are killing me. I am trying to get some new dies because the Monkey King's armor ain't got the skin, the color I want. Right now it's got like some weird greenish and gold. And I'm like, that ain't, that ain't me. I love the Monkey King armor. I'm a Monkey King, but this color's got to go. I got to change this color up. <laughs> So, if you haven't listened, let me just tell you, it's it's fantastic. Did you like Ghost of Tsushima? If you did, you have to buy this. It's There's yeah. really no questions to be asked about this. It's fantastic. It's glorious. It's wonderful. It's beautiful. I mean, the environments, I thought they were going to probably be the same. Oh, nope. They're so they good. Got some super unique areas that are just gorgeous. I feel like I'm in some kind of stupid photo mode all the time that's all i do is i stop and i pose then i go on the next area and i go oh my gosh it's beautiful where's the moon stop pose yeah Mm -hmm. look at me god i'm Jin. i'm the best so cool what i do but one thing that i have beef with in the in the whole dlc slash upgrade is all of the legend mode expansion stuff there's windows for it Uh but it's not ready yet it made me so sad i was like okay i got off stream and i went "I, i still want to play some more but I have to finish on stream. You know how I do. Mm-hmm. I went, all right, let me get in some Legends mode. Let me get let me get in there. Try that new thing. Not available yet. Unavailable. Can't do it. No way. Come yeah. back later. Damn it. I want it now. I know. I'm excited, man. I can't wait to do Legends in, just in general with everybody again. Jared wants to get in there with us and rock and roll. But on top of that, I want to get in that new Rivals mode and all mm-hmm. the new stuff. And, of course, they were promising some some new areas to, you know, play Legends in. I want to do those. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. We're going to get that raid. It's I feel it in my bones. I'm back in it. I'm feeling good. I'm getting them headshots from, like, 500 yards away with the bow right now. Mm-hmm. Pew! Gosh. We didn't even talk about it. The archery challenge. I went up to the first one. I'm like, this is, I'm going to be terrible. And I instantly was. And then I was instantly better. And I went, oh, man, I'm going to... I'm going to do these off stream and just go have to go get golds in every single one. Even though I'm not going to use the charm that you get for doing them, I'm going to have to upgrade it all the way. Even though it's not a trophy, I'm just going to have to do it because it's Ghost. You got to do everything in Ghost. I got to go back through and because I'm playing on my new game plus one, I got to go back through and get all the collectibles in that so I can get his, his suit that I had unlocked, but now it's not unlocked for some reason. Got to go back and do that in the main game. So after I complete this, I got to go complete that again so I can have every single thing. Oh. It's great. It's it's a problem, but it's a, it's a great problem. It is. So there you have it. You got the approval of both of us. Go get yourself some Ghost of Tsushima's director's cut and have a flipping great time. And speaking of having a great time, we're going to bust through it real quick because we got more stuff to talk about. It's my favorite part of the show. Shift codes for Golden Keys and Borderlands, the pre-sequel. So hit up the Twitter, the forums, the Instagram, hit up the preferred shift code provider, get yourself free loot. And we also have ones for Borderlands 3 for Randy Pitchford. But speaking of Randy Pitchford... I'm, I'm breezing over the loot, the universe thing. It's going to Eden 6. Who cares? Because Gearbox is going to a new part of the universe. Although it's kind of the same because it's in the same province, yeah, but they're going. in the same area. I was confused. That's really weird. I was like, are we just, is this like some kind of weird just restructuring? I don't understand. Especially because I went, okay, so they're opening Gearbox Montreal. Awesome. Cool. But then I went, Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Don't they have Gearbox Studios Quebec? And I went on their Twitter account, and they said in French, "Are you kidding me?" And retweeted the news with like a shocked face. And I went, "Is is is that, is that like a like a fun like hey more people are you crazy wow or is it like 
surprise, you guys don't work for us anymore. Oh, what's going on? <laughs> but then they retweeted a bunch more stuff afterwards. So obviously it's two different cities. One's in like Quebec City and one's in Montreal, which is mm-hmm. hours away or something. I don't know Canada, but I was very confused at first. But then I went, man, Gearbox is just spreading their feelers. Hey, they said they were going to as soon as they got all that Embracer money. That's true. And that's exactly what they're doing. They're hiring people left and right, open up a new studio. And they said for working on Borderlands content. So, mm-hmm. like, apparently this studio is going to just be the Borderlands train. So that's pretty cool. I mean, it's definitely cool. It makes me wonder if this is going to start being like a like an every two years type of thing. We get a little a small dose of Borderlands, you know, like a pre-sequel here and there and everywhere. Mm-hmm. So did you go on? Eric, I know. You went to the website. I went to the website. You clicked on careers. What are you applying for? Because, you know, we both got to apply even though there's nothing we're qualified for and it's just awful. It is awful. I wish when we were young somebody told us that we could be game developers and do things in video games. But they didn't, Matt. They said, laws, video games are for stupid little children. You need to shut up and grow up. And I went, oh. You can only get into it if you were a genius in the 80s and lived in Mm -hmm. California in one garage with another dude and made computing happen. Okay, thank you. But now it's an actual possibility and now there's degrees out there for it. So all of you that are fortunate enough to grow up in this time and frame and era, whatever, you can go to college and apply yourself and get yourself some great gigs and great jobs out there making games with freaking Gearbox. It would have been a dream. And from what I've heard, it's a great time up there in Quebec. Everybody who went to the Quebec studio said it was awesome. Uh In Quebec City, obviously, there was like a whole... What was it? They said like a whole street. There was all different kind of game devs working for all the different companies and they get together and talk Mm -hmm. shop and do all the stuff. Maybe they're going to build that in Montreal or wait, isn't Ubisoft in Montreal too? Don't they have Ubisoft Ubisoft Montreal? There Mm -hmm. you go. Maybe there's a whole nother row of a Quebec street. Just go. We're talking French and eating crepes and baguettes. I don't know. There you go. Exactly. (laughs) Definitely that baguette. (laughs) But it's also Canadian. So, (laughs) oh, poutine. Oh, that's true. fromage. Putting gravy on everything. Jeez, oh, Pete's what's wrong with people? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hate on poutine, man. That is some good stuff. Oh, it is good. It is good, but yeah, it cannot be good for you. I'll tell you that right now. It's not good for you. But what is good for you is Gamescom news. We got opening night live. We got a Microsoft thing the day before. So how could it be opening night if Microsoft already did stuff? All kinds of reveals, all kinds of good stuff. I was going to kick it to you to start with, but I'm going to start. I got beef. Do it. Just get in there. I got so much beef with the opening night live pre-show. Who the hell was that man hosting that pre-show? I got to say, you know this. Maybe people on the show don't know this. I'm not the biggest fan of Jeff Keighley. But man, if they wanted to pick one person that would make Jeff Keighley look interesting and charismatic and funny and charming, it was this dude. Because who the hell was that guy? He was just, hey, here I am. Here's a game. Do you like video games? It was, it, was, it was awful. I didn't like it. So I missed the pre-show, Matt. Oh, go on, gotta watch the pre-show, dude. I have dude. no idea what you're talking about. Oh, I my God. so in the dark. Because I'm an idiot, man. I am an idiot. I don't know where or how, but I got it in my head that 3 p.m. was the start time for Gamescom. So I didn't tune in until 3 p.m. Lo and behold, I'd already missed a freaking hour of Gamescom. Mm-hmm. And I went, let alone the pre-show, Matt. Yeah. And I was pissed. And then on top of that, and remember I told you in the, in the run of the show, the beginning, beginning that refinancing was happening, walls problems were happening. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, I'm getting phone calls left and right, just oh, left and no. right. Oh, we got. And then the wife, you know, wife's calling me. This 
car, 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 car. And I'm like, I just want to watch the last hour of this, I swear. I still have notes down here from all the stupid calls and all their dumb little messages and all the things I needed to do and get for today and all from just trying to watch it. I was infuriated. So I had to catch, as I always end up doing, man, because it's some kind of dark magic that anytime there's a show that I'm really wanting to see, I got to do it in chunk and piecemeal and pieces crap all over the place and just catch trailers here and, the, and, and after bites, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I, sorry, Matt. I, don't, I, can't, I can't say, yeah, I understand, dude, because I didn't even see the pre-show at all. I have no idea. So you got to go watch it, and then you understand. Right. Because he did have some world premiere trailers, nothing major. But I think the one thing that I pulled out of there was a game called Nobody Saves the World, which has some interest to me. I believe it's a roguelike, but I'm not sure. But it's you take control of kind of two different types of characters. Like one of they show is like a wizard and a slime. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of cross their abilities in this kind of top-down Zelda style action adventure game so the wizards like run it around but then you can also gloop the slime stuff out i can't remember the other ones there was like a a robot and some other thing so you could sneak through the little tiny spots as this small thing and then boom big electric shocks from the robot it sounded like a lot of fun just you know me i love pulling strings what if i cross this with this what if i do that guy in here what what kind of cool abilities can i unlock from doing all the stuff so that was one thing in the pre-show that i wrote down other than that guy being just the worst just the absolute worst well before we get too much farther into that i want to bring up something that happened in the vicinity of this which was bungie's big old reveal you know, I've I've fallen out of Destiny. I haven't been playing that for a long time now. But, you know, it's always been near and dear to my heart, Matt. So I was like, well, i got to tune in. It's a big reveal. Whatever it is. They got me, Matt. They did it. They stuck out that big tuna fish. And I went, dang, it smells great. i got to eat me some of that tuna fish. Witch Queen's coming. Before that, they've got this whole new little uh, expansion with uh, Marisov. You know, the Queen's back. She wants to get Dreaming City back under control. Things are happening. This is going on. We know that Savathun's on her way back, which is the Witch Queen coming up. And I'm like, oh, my God, I got to be. I saw Akora Ray finally doing something. And I'm like, Akora Ray, that's my boss. That's the one that doesn't do anything. She's never in anything. Oh, man. Wow, she's actually going to do something this time. This is, this is my expansion. I got to get back in. I did it. I downloaded Destiny 2 again. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I re-downloaded it and got it on last night. <laughs> Take it around there. I was like, all right, I'm so far behind. I have no idea what's happening. There's yeah. missions everywhere. So I'm popping it, getting murdered on these strikes, having to start over. And I went, nope, can't do it. So I text brother-in-law, hey, you're going to have to Sherpa me through all this if you want me to play. <laughs> no response. It's been two days and he hasn't responded. So I don't think he wants to play with me anymore. Uh, so I don't know, Matt. I'm not sure. Now I'm torn. Uh, Nobody wants to play with me, but like I really want to play, but I suck and I can't do this stuff on my own right now. That's hard. It's a hard knock life. This is the perfect segue because you're talking about something that doesn't really interest me that much. I'm going to talk about something that doesn't interest you that much, and it's going to have the same flavors. Because during the Microsoft press conference, they talked about something so near and dear to my heart. Microsoft Flight Simulator. Not only are they having Top Gun DLC, which, fantastic. I love fighter jets. I love fighter planes flying around my favorite places in those. Awesome. Cool. But then they said, hey, we're adding multiplayer to the game, too. We're having these crazy races. You can get these aerial planes and do all the stuff. I'm going to be horrible at that. If I ever try that, I'm going to crash into the ground like like that. No problem. So <laughs> you're jumping into that. I'm going to jump into this. We're going to have bad times all around. <laughs> 
It's going to be but awful. But we're both going to play it. Yeah. Because yeah. we can't stop ourselves. It's the best thing. <laughs> it's so good. I love video games. I'll tell you what, Matt. <laughs> Woo. But I had to mention that one. I had to do it. And now, I did watch the Microsoft one you were watching. Mm-hmm. And the Humble Bundle Game Pass. Yes, Man, that's what dude. I was going to talk about. Yeah. Wow. I that I that You know, I was thinking of... Before it started and I saw that was on the itinerary, I was like, eh, well, I don't know. You know, most of those games, not for me. Came on and it's just all these beautiful 16-bit, 8-bit games just popping in. Boom, 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 boom. And I go, this is stupid. The kids these days, look what they're getting. Uh Uh-huh. Not only do they get all these awesome big, big party, first party games, Humble Bundles joining the team, joining the game, popping all these on the game pass for you. And they're all these gorgeous old school games. And I went, that's just, I don't know, man. The world is moving on and it's crazy for me. I 100% agree. I didn't have much on the Microsoft thing other than Flight Simulator because a lot of the stuff they talked about doesn't interest me that much. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, is this going to be a sad show? And then halfway through, this Humble Bundle stuff hit. My jaw dropped. My eyes got big. I, I was watching on my phone. I held it up to my eyes to, to get more pixels into my eyeballs because I love pixel art anything. And everything they showed looked beautiful and amazing. Maybe I won't play all of them, but they all looked incredible. And especially, oh, I, I, wrote, I literally wrote down everything but like one game. Chinatown uh-huh. Detective Agency looked awesome. Freaking Unsighted looked awesome. Unpacking uh-huh. even looked cool because the beautiful pixel art of those things. The, all, everything. Everything looked great. There were, yeah. But one that really stood out to me, and I think it was that one of the very first images before they started getting into the individual games, I think was from Signalis or Signalis or whatever they pronounce it as. It was like that beautiful, like super detailed pixel art of the girl. And then it went to almost looking like Parasite Eve style combat with the polygonal. Uh-huh. Oh, looked incredible. And then they cut to another beautiful pixel art image. So. I feel like that's going to be like those old point-and-click adventure games where your character on the screen didn't look that good when you're playing King's Quest V or VI or whatever, but when it's going to cut to the details and you're just going to be like, oh my god, so beautiful, so incredible. Oh, ridiculous. It was. It was absolutely bonkers. Then, of course, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention freaking Sea of Thieves, Matt, comes mm-hmm. out out of the blue, out of nowhere, makes no sense at all, but it's going to be freaking wonderful nonetheless, and goes, hey, we've teamed up with Gearbox, and we're doing a Mayhem update right now. You can get in there and start, because guess what? Me and Matt are starting tomorrow. We're getting our ship. We're going out there, and we're beginning to make some mayhem in the Sea of Thieves world. Hell yeah. And we're going to get us that Borderlands ship with Claptrap as the headpiece. Mm-hmm. It's going to be stupid fun. I can't believe it happened. Matt texted me out of the blue with it because at that point I was doing something rather didn't see it. And I went, oh, my God, are you flipping crazy? Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know what to say when it happened. I was just, what? Uh, what? Why? Why is this happening? What's even? Ha- what's going on? That's what happened when I watched the trailer because they didn't even say "Sea of Thieves." I don't think they're just like, "Hey, check this out." And I looked and it swept by a boat and I went, "That can't be a vault symbol." Wait, why is there a vault symbol on the side? Wait, there's one on the sails. What is clap? What? What is happening right now? And I, I, I hurriedly texted you the best a screenshot I could possibly get. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh my god, look at this thing! Ridiculous and awesome." It was, it was great. And and we, me and Matt, and you may not know this. But we've been spitballing, saying we, you should get to see the thieves. Mm-hmm. And I keep trying to tell Matt it's a fun game. It's freaking stupid fun and great. We got to do it. We got to at least try it once on our Borderlands night. Yeah. 
this just solidified it. It put it in the stone. We got it now. We at least got to get that ship so we can snap pictures of us on the high seas with a borderline ship, doing a thumbs up or drinking some grog, and then boom, posting it up on the old Twitters, having a good time. Hell yeah. That's that's just the thing that's got to happen. And speaking of things that have got to happen, it was one of the big reveals. We didn't see much gameplay. We saw a little bit of it, a series that I have to buy. I buy every single instance of it saints row is coming back i've been hearing people namely you hunter you canadian talking trash about it but if it's saints row if it feels like the old ones i'm sold but the one thing i am worried about though is they show a cast of like four characters and then when they're talking on the phone they show like a little like a d-pad selection thing Mm -hmm. and i'm like oh is this just gonna be agents of mayhem where you select between four presets because what the big thing was for Saints Row for me was you could be anybody. Your boss could be anyone. White, black, green, yellow, male, female, tall, fat, short, muscly, wearing no clothes, dressed like a pimp, dressed with a suit and tie, anything. But now it sounds like you got a main character, and that's a little bit less fun. But it's Saints Row. I have to buy it. I have to support the devs. They've made some of the most amazing games I've ever played. I'm positively optimistic fantastic i was hoping that it would get you going and get you happy and all that i know that was your stick mm-hmm. so i was like matt will cover that i'm sure and one that i was surprised about i i never played the first one didn't care about it just really i don't know just ain't there for me dying light mm-hmm. everyone says you should play this game i love zombies i love horror games i love all that for some reason i just don't feel it it's not my bones then I watched this whole big old gameplay trailer that they put out here for Gamescom. Now I'm like, I'm an idiot. I'm just, I must be just stupid in my head for not playing this. This game looks flipping amazing. Am I, what is wrong with me? So now I'm torn, Matt. I don't have time to go play Dying Light 1. I don't. I don't have time for it. No. So I'm like, do I just get excited now and just play 2 and be happy? Or should I be that guy and go play one, and then I'm ready for two, boosted up, knowing what I'm doing, knowing the story, ready and fresh to go. And I think you're right, Matt, because you already shook your head and said, don't do it. Just yep. play two. That's the right <laughs> call, but I feel kind of like a like an imposter a little bit, you know what I mean? Not having played the original, not even caring about it ever in my life until this moment. But who's the only one who could call you out on that? Me, and I'm not going to do it. Exactly. Because I don't like zombie games anyway. But I think the other reason to just do two is I saw, you know, Dying Light 1 as it was coming around. I saw it and I went, huh, that's kind of neat. But then this looks like the next level of the formula. This looks really good. Mm -hmm. I'll still never play it because it's not my kind of game. But I feel like you're going to be safe just having a great time with this one. I, I think so, too. So, Dying Light 2, everybody, if you didn't see that or haven't checked it out, it was at Gamescom. It's got a really cool gameplay trailer. Check it out because it sold me, and I'm telling you what, I ain't kidding you. I didn't give two poops about no Dying Light previous to this. I think the last big one for me, I already talked about it when I heard about it, and I went, I have to get this. Death Stranding, Director's Cut, all the additional stuff they showed in there, all the additional ways to traverse. There's racing modes in this one. This I'll be good at because I was amazing with the vehicles in that game. Just just watching that game again, seeing people play it, not not just not to mention all the new stuff, but just seeing that game in action again and knowing that it's going to be all hot and shiny and greased up for the PS5. I have to play this again. I had chills running up and down my spine. I went, I need to be hauling some iron from that outpost to that outpost, building a road with the auto paver, and now 
racing in my truck. The tr- the big old doopy truck was on the racetrack, and it made me so happy. I love the vehicles in that game. It's just ridiculous. It sounds stupid, but I have to play it again. I want to see all the new stuff that was added. Ah, oh, it's going to be amazing. It's just going to... I got no time for it, but I have to get it. Just like Saints Row, I have to get this. I have to. Yeah, the, the addition of so many goofy, fun little things in that Death Stranding, mm-hmm. that's awesome. I mean, I'm not going to play it. It ain't for me. But I, even I was watching that going, man, that jump ability with the little float thing on the back mm-hmm. allowing you to get over all the crevices and stupidity if you want to without the hassle. And then your freaking robot sidekick guy just trucking you around. Buddy, yeah. I was like, I would never run again. My robot buddy's just going to carry <laughs> me wherever I go. That's what I do in real life. So why would I not do it in Death Stranding? Mm-hmm. All that was really neat. That cool little teaser at the end where he's getting the, in the room with the giant whale monster coming through. Mm-hmm. That was super weird, ominous, and neat. What a fantastic job they did. I agree with you on that. Now, for the last one that really, boom, popped, Matt, and I have to say because, you know, we're running out of time, but I want to make sure we get this going, is Marvel's Midnight Suns Mm -hmm. from Fire Axis. These are the individuals who did your XCOMs. Yep. These are the games I've always wanted to get into, but they're super hard, super brutal, and I always find that I chicken out. But here it is. Marvel. I mean... I can't not say yes to this. Mm-hmm. I love I love those old school characters, especially, of course, you throw in Wolverine. You know, and I'm like, everybody, I think that's probably why they threw in Wolverine is because everybody loves Wolverine. You're going to be on board with this. And now I got to ask you, you saw the trailer, right? Mm-hmm. Who was the black dude with the blades? Was that Blade or was that uh, Bishop? Well, Blade was definitely there. Okay. Because I thought it was, but I was a little confused and I was like, well, maybe it's Bishop or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. No, no, no. Okay, so it was, oh, my God, I have to get it because Blade is flipping amazing. You know what I mean? That's one of my favorite movies of all time. His character is freaking fantastic, and if he's in this game, it's a, it's a done deal. I 100% agree. When we got the rumors of a Marvel XCOM like in March or something, I went, that sounds really cool. My one bit of sadness, and this is just, just a personal thing for me, is that I love the XCOM games because you got like a team of generic soldiers and you kind of could, like, build the story in your head. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, this character, she kind of becomes my sniper. She's made so many awesome shots. I remember when we did that map and she did that thing. Pulled through for me. Yeah. yeah. Now it's going to be fixed characters with their own personalities doing a story. So it'll be a little different. I won't have that same, like, playing with army men type of thing. And this this guy's my hero. And this guy totally sucks. But it'll still be fun. I can't wait to see... How they translate all the powers and abilities into that XCOM style combat, or what the combat the style tactics. is going to yeah, look like? Yeah, they haven't they haven't revealed it yet, but of course everyone's assuming it's going to be a tactical uh, RPG, much like a, a XCOM traditionally is. I mean, that's what he said; those were the words yes. he used. But mm-hmm. what it eventually will look like, because you could go grid based, you could go freeform. Mm-hmm. I think freeform's got to be the way to go if you're using characters that are flying and swooping and doing crazy powers. I can't wait to see more. Yeah, I'm I'm super stoked about it. Can't wait to see what the lineup is, the roster is. The only thing I'll say is, I'm gonna admit it. I have no idea who the chick they woke up was. I, I don't know. I think they said she's an original character. I think. Okay. Because I think they followed up and they were like, "Hey, who's getting out and doing the thing?" And I think he said she was an original character, but she's tied in. You know, her backstory is everyone's. Will be type built, of thing. and yeah, we'll yeah. figure it out. Okay, that that makes me feel much better because I'm like, man, I. You know, I grew up watching X-Men and reading comics when I was younger, but I don't have a clue what they're talking about. Well, I guess I'm just out of date. Oh, well. 
did the same thing. I was looking at the casket, and I'm like, okay, I don't see any symbols that I recognize. Maybe when they pop out, and I'll be like, oh, my God, it's Jean Grey, but you see her in other stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe it's, who is it? Hushing, here I am. Who are you? Oh, well. I'm excited for all the rest of everything. <laughs> I'm sure you'll tell me. But, yeah, that was the other big one. Uh, a quick, small thing with the Halo Infinite multiplayer uh, little trailer they did. It was neat. Didn't really do much for me. I'm still in shock and kind of upset over the whole reveal that they will not have co-op campaign available at launch. I was really hoping that me and you were going to play through that as a couple of Borderlands nights. I know you're not a big Halo guy, mm-hmm. but since we both have Game Pass, I was like, well, this is just an easy quickie for us. Yeah, absolutely. It's not going to be there now. So now I have to make the decision just to hold off on Halo completely until you get it or just say, ah, hell, Matt, don't care anyway and just go play it by myself. That kind of had me bummed out. And then they did this trailer and I'm like, well, multiplayer is fun and cool and I'll probably play some of Matt, but mm. that's never been like my big shtick with Halo. So didn't do too much for me, but I did want to make a bang a note out there for everybody listening that is and are Halo fans. They did have a really cool trailer out there. You should check it out. And I think one of the last ones for me, speaking of Borderlands Nights and games you can play with your buddies, uh, TMNT, Shredder's Revenge. Yes. Play a beautiful pixel art beat-em-up, having a great time. That's perfect drinking beers, punching buttons type oh, of yeah. game. That's going to be fantastic. April O'Neil uh-huh. <laughs> in the mix, handling business. Woo! Better get my Casey Jones on. I'm telling you right now, if I don't get my Casey Jones, we got problems. DLC $29.99. I'd buy it. If you give me a, what's the fly's name? What was it? Uh, Baxter Stockman. Baxter Stockman. Yeah. Give me him in there as a good guy instead. Heck I'm yeah. flying around spitting at people and, you know, I'm in. I'll pay $29.99 for that DLC. So that wraps it up for pretty much for you and me. There was a ton of other stuff. I even oh, wrote maybe. down. There's, there's Wait. We, I, I got more. I, I was going to say, too. we're not going to do it tonight. We're not doing it tonight, Matt. But next week, I want to let the folks know. Next week, because Gamescom isn't even over yet. Right. There was still more going on today, and I've been too busy to see what if there's anything else that interests me. The huge indie event was today, so I'm sure there's going to be something you're going to want to have seen or want to yeah. play. So we'll probably have some carryover next week, folks, and maybe I'll bring up a couple more of these I wanted to mention. But for tonight, we gotta we gotta call it. We gotta call it. <laughs> I wrote down a game out here that I don't remember, so I have to go find the trailer for it again and see why <laughs> I was so excited about it. I think it was a Borderlands Night game, but I have no idea. What about you out there in podcast listener land? What are you excited for? What are you watching right now that we can't see right now because we're doing the podcast? Let us know via email, thirdshiftme at gmail.com, on the Twitter machine at thirdshiftme, and find us on Facebook under Third Shift. Oh, you know it. And while you're over there searching for us, you can find us at the old Patreon, too. Like a little tip jar. That's what we do with it. Hey, a buck, two bucks, three bucks, five bucks, any kind of bucks. Helps us out, keeps the lights on, pays the pod bean bills, does all the things we need it to do so we can keep playing video games and having some fun with all of you. It's a wonderful thing. We appreciate everybody out there who has in the past and or is doing it now, throwing us that dollar. So much appreciated. And for all of you who haven't or can't, hey, get a hold of us. Five-star reviews, mailbag questions, any kind of thing, any kind of feedback, talking on the Twitters, the Facebooks, any of those things. Super cool, super fun. We appreciate it and have a great time with any sort of interaction. It's a blast, so do it. Make us put a smile on our face so I don't have to cut one in through my cheeks like the Joker. Okay? Thanks. And another thing you should do is listen to our very next episode, which will be dropping on the 2nd of September. The year's almost over, Eric. It's We're almost ready to wrap it up with Game of the Year special in just a couple oh months God. here. <laughs> it's going to be a unique one. 
It's going to be a fun one because yeah, there will. ain't like, you know, I know, and this is a cliche podcasting thing, but it's very true. This ain't a big year. This ain't like that. Mm-hmm. Well, it's one or it's this or this. This yeah. is a year where just God knows what. It's going to be crazy. I can't wait for this end of the year because all the big games have been pushed pretty much to the end of the year or next year. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think we're going to get some unique picks this year. And I'm looking forward to stuff that might sneak in. If we're doing that top five, mm-hmm. what's going to sneak into a three or a two spot that we're not expecting that's, that we still haven't even played yet? Who knows? Exactly. But you can listen to that episode and the next one on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, on Spotify, and on YouTube. And as I always say, hey, if you like what we're doing, you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, rating, review, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services. Because it does help us out. And we really do appreciate it. Indeed we do, folks. Ah, oh, we appreciate it so much. I already mentioned them five stars. Come on. Come on. What What's a man or a woman or a robot got to do to get a five-star rating out of you? All right? I put it to you, the people. Help me out. Help Matt out. He can't be a tater tot king if he ain't got the money to buy the tater tots. And then five-star reviews. I thought you were going to say tots. the tater tot crown. I got to buy the tater tot <laughs> crown. I got to wear it on my head. <laughs> It's even better. But you know what? It's a missed opportunity and it's too late because there's nothing else to say tonight, Matt. What? Don't, don't, don't. Don't forget to say. Shut up and sit down.